Hey there, we are back and we are so glad that you are with us. This is 633 podcast and season three because I said so. I'm Kimberly Belrose, faith coach, and my co-host, Sharon McComb, certified life coach. And we have joined forces in the pursuit of the more and better life. As Christian women, we looked first to our faith. What we discovered, each of us, for our own lives, is that it's not because we say so, but because God says so. Jesus said he made a way to have a more and better life. And he left so we can have Holy Spirit to help and guide us with that. Welcome. Join our journey. Bring an open mind and an open heart, an ear to hear and a willingness to submit. This pursuit is for you too. It sure is. Now, something that Sharon and I built our friendship on is and our faith and our faith absolutely is sitting around her kitchen table or my kitchen table you know and this was back before we had bible apps now it's pretty pretty light carrying but between us we would bring together you know a dozen different versions of the bible and we would dig into portions of scripture and compare them and how they would apply to our life today, not just in the time of the Bible. So we're going to go with that flow for for some of our episodes, if not all of them. So Sharon is going to share a portion of scripture today from a very well-recognized version and a very well-recognized piece of scripture. So what do you got today? So today we're going to look at Proverbs 3, and we're going to start in verse 5, and we're going to go to the end of verse 12, okay? So it says in the New King James Version, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Yes, and of course, now I'm going to share from the message. And it goes like this. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one that will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. 
Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A father's delight is behind all this. So, where I really like where it says, listen for his voice in all you do. I like that part of the message. That is the cry of my heart with 633, wake up. I didn't know we were going here. Okay. (laughs) I was on my walk just yesterday and I was praying for what we do. I was praying for... Um, you know, for 633 and Wildflower Women and our podcast and my blog and, you know, your courses and your church and my church and everywhere and all the churches in between. And I was praying for the world at large because there is such controversy with our season of COVID. Mm. And this whole thing can go really sideways. I don't know about our listeners, but I do know when this whole vaccine thing first came out, I was adamantly against it. And I have shared my testimony of how God changed my heart personally. And I, you know, I'm not going to make your stand publicly, Sharon, because, you know, it's your story and your experience of how it's gone. But I have a lot of friends and a lot of connections and... There is a lot of people who believe like me, and what I mean is in being born from above, and end times, and some believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, rapture. You know, there, there, we are a vast line of where that goes in our beliefs, but I do know this. I know, and my heart's cry is that believers will wake up to not have their own opinion, but to listen for his voice in everything and everywhere we go. Because, you know, it could go sideways. It could come to a point in time in our very lives where we are going to be dependent on for our life in his voice. You know, it's like, stop the car, get out, (laughs) we're at the edge of a cliff. Or it could be like that old commercial, start the car, start the car. And it could be go fast. Go fast, yeah. Right? It, It is vital that believers wake up and have the dependency to trust God from the bottom of their heart and not try to figure this thing out. No, I mean, not on their own understanding. Yeah, and listen for his voice in everything. And, you know, I think part of our faith journeys individually and every day is that we learn those nudges. We learn those convictions. We learn those things that keeps us close to him so that we can have that guidance. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm. What I'm struck with in what you're saying, and I mean, I. I kind of. I'm not going to really go into the whole COVID vaccine thing, except to say I was dead set against it. Now I've been vaccinated. God changed my mind. So, um, you know, it, it. 
And what that leads me to is what I read in my version, verse 7, that says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Right? Yes. And so many times um, we think we know what we know. And over the years, I mean, more and more and more, he's showing me, I don't know what I think I know. Exactly. Right? His ways are higher than ours. Right? I have no understanding. Zero. Zilch understanding of how God thinks and how God's going to work things through. And I just have to trust that he's working all things out for my good. Right? Because I love him and I trust him. And I just lean on that. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, it's not a certainly not something i'm i'm i've perfected i I probably never will i probably never will because i live in a fleshly body my i mean we've talked about this kim my my flesh is strong still right in many many ways my flesh is very strong and i struggle every day to keep it down and put god first but it's that verse that don't be wise in your own eyes because Human wisdom, the wisdom of our society, the wisdom of scientists, the wisdom of experts, right? Is it godly wisdom or is it our own wisdom? Right. Right, as humans. And, I mean, God is bigger. God knows more. And, um, and you know, uh, we just have to do what he says because he said it. We don't have to always understand that's a, That was always a sticking point for me. If yes. it didn't make sense, then I didn't think I had to do it. But we don't have to understand. We can't possibly understand God. No, no. And it, it reminds me, so some of the things that I think you said in our last episode when we were announcing because I said so is um, you said, you know, well, that was for the time and that was for then and that, you know, that kind of thing. And that's what I used to do all the time. Yes. But you, God has brought you to the conclusion that if he meant it then, he means it now, and he means it tomorrow. He will always mean it. And you said, and if I don't agree, and you paused and waited for me because it's one of my famous lines, it's like, then you're wrong. Then I'm wrong. Right? Now, we have this wonderful thing and many versions of it. We have this Bible, you know, and I'm sure every one of our listeners, if you are a believer, you must have heard this, that this is the basic instructions before leaving earth. This is what the Bible is. But we can't take pieces out of it that don't fit into our culture today but we can't take pieces out of it and make that law like the 312 or 612 laws that they followed in the Old Testament. If you're going to live under the law, then you're going to have to live under all of the law. And for you women out there, I'm sorry, but you got to know this. If you are going to live under the law that says whatever, then All of that law says even when you have your menstrual cycle, you can't sit on the same chair as anybody else in your house. Like, do you want to go back and live under that law? That law was to prove that we can't live under that law. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And Jesus came because not 
the word of God is still the word of God. It is still the Bible. But we have to understand with the hundreds and hundreds of translations out there, I don't think any of them are perfect. With the hundreds and hundreds of denominations and types of churches out there, none of them are perfect. But when we have the Holy Spirit within us, Jesus came and Jesus left so that we could have the Holy Spirit within us and that we could have the same relationship with the Father as Jesus the Son did. He intercedes on our behalf and we are, we can have this open communication. We can have this guidance. We can have him as our guard. He it is it is a flowing relationship. It is not following a book of rules. And that's what I am desperate to get out there as the message why believers have to wake up and know his voice. I think too it it stands in good stead to say they need to know his voice. They also need to know his word. Yes, I'm not yet yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, e- they're they're both equally important because many times God's voice will will remind me of a scripture without actually saying, "Okay, Sharon, in ver- in chapter six, verse twelve of this book, it says this," right? Um, but he, he will, can, but he can, <laughs> he has, right. But when he says something to me, like, um, what's an example, you know, uh, who's in authority over you in your home, right? It's a question he asked me because he knows that I know that scripture. Yes. That says my husband is the head of the house, Right. That a husband is the head of his wife. And so you have to know your scripture. You have to be reading your Bible. You have to be watching where he shows you to read. Absolutely. Right? Where he leads you. So one of the things about the Holy Spirit that I love is he can take me to the same passage of scripture over and over and over and show me something new. I think that's awesome. Me too. That's why it's called the living word. Because he can he can take those words, like the same version even, right? And he can take the words of two or three verses and they can mean something different to me at various times in my life or in various exam, you know, uh, situations that I'm in, right? And I think though that he doesn't always say, turn to Nehemiah chapter five, verse six, you know, it'll be like, I want you to read about being a reproach to the, you know, being a reproach to God. Yes. I know exactly where to go because I've read that a hundred times. Yes. I know it's a verse he uses for me many, many times over. The book of Nehemiah is a book he keeps my face in, but he tells me a whole bunch of different things. Right. And so I think to get back to our point is that we need to be looking for what God says we should do, even if that means look up something or remind yourself of what I've told you before. Mm -hmm. 
For sure. For sure. And so the more that we keep our relationship open with God and doing what it is he says, the quicker we are, or we should be becoming. That's I'm right. going to say should be. Um, willing to do what he's going to do. Like, it's like practice makes perfect. Almost. You know, while you're talking about the importance of knowing the word so that we know where God is taking us with it, I I have a picture. I have, okay. <laughs> I have this thing as like, you know, I don't know Greek. I don't know the Greek language. But when I move to Greece... I begin to move in the language. I begin to pick up the language. I might study the language, uh, you know, and the culture of that country. And that, I believe, is very similar to learning the Word of God, to knowing the Word of God. It is His language of how He speaks to us, of His character, of His personality, of His tone, of His truths, of... um, his heart. Yeah. And, and culture too. Like you said in your yes. vision, you're seeing, you learn the culture and you learn the, the, the do's and don'ts, yes. right? The taboos, the things that aren't done in the culture. Right. Or the things that are done that might be foreign to us from where we came from before. Right. And, and there's those things too in the life of a believer. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, full on, it is important to know the Word of God, to be in the Word of God. Um, when we're not, our glass gets smoky. We don't see very clear. And people can't see uh, our light. And, um, you know, that comes from a wind word that I wrote on my blog recently. Um, you can go check it out on my website. I don't know, maybe. Do you think I should share it right now? Well, if you want, give us the gist of that. I I had this um, vision of a jar with a tea light in it, and it was burning, and it was a, a jar that's turned into a lantern with the metal wrapped around the rim and a handle created, and... God spoke to me and said that as believers, we're all like this. We all have that same light within us. We all have that same flame. The difference is, is how we keep our glass clean. Mm-hmm. And um, in Matthew, it talks about that, you know, we're supposed to shine into the world around us. And, you know, how we are in our home, how we are in our workplace, how we are in our neighborhood and our church, in the entire world around us matters because they're supposed to see that light within us. But then God was showing me that if we don't spend time with him, the flame can dim. That if we don't spend time in his word, have you ever put a glass over a lantern and it smokes up really fast? And you can't see the light very well. And I don't have full revelation on that yet, but I know that if we don't spend time in the Word, the inside of our glass gets covered in smoke. And people can't see our light very clear. Then he began to show me things like, um, if we get offended and choose not to forgive quickly, 
it puts a smudge on our outer glass. And if we um, have judgments about others and act differently towards them, like it's a lie. And that puts a smudge on our glass. Mm-hmm. And if we are, you know, ob- I mean, I can throw out some other examples, like if we're unsubmissive to our husbands or, you know, all of these things, if we lie on our income taxes, if we, you know, we're watching something on television or social media and we feel that nudge of the Holy Spirit, like, uh-uh, should you be watching this? Or you just feel dirty or, you know, and we continue to watch it, that puts a smudge. So there was all these different scenarios that he showed me that cause our own glass to be dirty so that the light of the Lord Jesus within us isn't seen clearly. And we wonder why we ourselves can't see God clearly and our glass is smudged. We wonder why our family and our co-workers aren't seeing Jesus, why I can't minister in my workplace and why my, you know, why I can't do this with my family or my friends or my neighborhood. But we know that lights in us, but if it's all smudged or smoked, then it's not getting out to shine to others. It's not getting out to shine to others. And so that was a wind word that I wrote recently. And that is for me comes back to the importance of the word and his voice, so that we know those things that are wrong. We're cleaning the glass with knowing the language and the heart and the character that we are to be, as well as we know that voice to guide us and guard us every day that we're in, because it's coming into some serious days. I believe it is. And we're going to need wisdom from him. That's right. Um, So that we're not leaning on our own understanding of things. And we're not colored in our wisdom by the world around us. Isn't it hard? I mean, when when I'm around a group of people who are very, very convicted to not do something... I feel a little pressured, right? Yes. And you remember that whole peer pressure of high school? I kind of do very clearly. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But sometimes when we take a stand on something, whatever it is, God told me not to drink coffee, so I'm not drinking coffee, but, but, you know, uh, this whole group of people is like, there's nothing wrong with drinking coffee. And it's hard not to come under peer pressure or to the, to the wisdom of the scientists or the wisdom of uh, proof. I don't know what they do. It's hard sometimes to just stand in faith with what God has told you, right? Yes. And right. sometimes it's hard, though, to balance that with the word. Because someone can take, you know, you know my story of three years of deception, Sharon. Yes, I do. And I am not going to get into that. But I had my face in the word. I was attending church. 
Mm-hmm. And the thing about being in deception is when you're there, you don't know you're there. You're being deceived. Right. So you want to, like, I mean, I think the thing about what's coming to my mind are the proverbs that talk about the company you keep. Yes. Right? Um, keep company with the wise and you will be wise. Right? Um Trouble follows sinners everywhere. Righteous people are rewarded with good things. That's the second part of that. Um, I think we need to make sure we're surrounding ourselves with people who are also on the same pursuit. Of the more and better life. Of the more and better life. That's right. Of, of trying to be doing what God says. That um, is going to encourage us and and hold us up when we feel we've heard something from God and encourage you to continue with that conviction, right? Um, and so I know that when you decide you weren't going to drink coffee, right? I remember the first time that happened, because it's happened many times, um, thinking, oh, God, please don't ask me to not drink coffee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then my second thought was... Um, how can I support Kim in this? Right. Right. How can I come alongside Kimberly in what God has told her to do and, and be there for her and encourage her and hold her up. Right. Because that's what we're supposed to do with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. Right. And you want to surround yourself with people whose goal is also to be seeing where they can be doing what God wants them to do and have a heart to listen to God, even if it's uncomfortable and even if it's not popular with the people around them, right? There's going to be come a day, and, and all you have to do is read scripture, where we're going to either choose Jesus or be persecuted. Yes. It's happening already in this world. And um, it's a really good way to practice for those days. You know, to stand for what God says to you today, even though um, it doesn't make sense to the world, even though it, um, a lot of people are saying, no, 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 that's not really true. You know, this is what everybody else is doing. It can even come from your own church. Come right? from your own family. Your own-, come from your own family. So we need to, we need to really understand that God will honor us when we try to honor him. Yes. Right? And what helps me is I always believe God's not going to ask me to do something, A, that's bad for me, or B, that he will not reward my my efforts. But I must clarify a little bit there, because you said, A, that's bad for me. Yes. Sometimes how we perceive something being bad for us is that I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Or I don't feel like it. Uh, uh, That's going to hurt. That is making me eat crow. That is very humbling. Yes. They hurt me. You know, there's all of these things that we come up against in our flesh, our soul, our mind, our will, and emotions that is really difficult to put down and say, I choose to submit because God said so. True. 
and you I mean when I say it's not bad you know that he won't ask me to do something that's bad for me I mean um it's it's, it's all about perspective I guess right I think God's always going to ask me to put myself behind what he wants behind him yes my ego does not like when God tells me something I hear you sister my flesh is still strong, as I said. So, I mean, if I'm on this pursuit of a more and better life, I know that comes from being obedient to God's word. That's going to mean my flesh has to die. Amen. I knew that's what you meant. I just wanted to clarify to our yes. listeners. So, just so everybody knows, that's what I'm talking about. It's not going to be comfortable. In fact, it's usually not comfortable. Right. Right? So you have to understand, you know, God's always for you, not against you. And this, this is for your growth, right? Every, every time that we're obedient, um, it builds your faith down the road. And sometimes it's not easy to see that. It's not easy to see the fruit sometimes. No. Some, um, sometimes I don't think we... It's not even for our benefit. Right. It's for somebody else. Right. But there's always fruit. Yes. And I want to bring it full closure. Okay. Right back to that. It was because he said so. And for that pursuit of the more and better life comes from what you said. It comes from that obedience. Now, the very, the 12th verse of chapter of the third proverb, how I read it. In the Message Bible, it's the child he loves that God corrects. Actually, so I'm going to go back up a little bit. It says, don't resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving conviction. It's the child he loves that he corrects. And it's his delight. And that's our heart for you today as our listeners. That is our desire for you to join us in our journey for the pursuit of the more and better life. So we just pray blessings upon you right now. We pray for your eyes, your heart, and your ears to be open for his voice in everything you do and everything and everywhere you go. Because listeners, he's the one that will keep you on track. So Amen to that. we bless you for being here. We bless you for sharing encouraging words, not just to us, but to everyone around you, in your house, in your workplace, in your neighborhood. Your words show that light. So be careful how you are keeping your glass and make yeah. sure that you're shining. So until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.